0: More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women.
1: Well, this is Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. And today is a continuation. We have been talking with Jennifer Myers. Say hello. Hello. She is a dear friend of mine, but also a co-worker. I don't know if you realize, but I work full-time at a church. I'm a pastor's wife, and I also uh, I'm in ministry full-time at the church next door on the west side of Columbus, and Jennifer and I work together every week. She is what I call an administrative genius, <laughs> and that is an understatement, but she keeps all the balls juggling in the air. And in addition to that, she has been just an amazing testimony of God's grace and His just his power as a wife, as a mother, you minister to other women, mm-hmm. and I think about an in addition you have adopted these three boys and so if you missed the previous episodes I want you to go back and to listen to those because we've been talking about adoption yeah. we've been talking about how God meets us in adoption and and this is definitely all new to me and it's just fascinating and I've I've watched I've watched it from a bird's eye view and how God has really met your family yeah. and so we're continuing the conversation and I thought today so We we need to tell them just the nuts and bolts. What does maybe there's someone listening that has adopted children and they're in that meltdown mode or that place where you're just overwhelmed. I mean your 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 boys couldn't even speak English when they arrived. So so why don't you share with us some just the practicalities of adoption?
0: Well, the first thing I say I would say is it is hard. It's hard. It's, It's not. A bed of roses. It's very difficult, but God has given you these children and he intends to walk you and them through it. So, you know, just keep walking one step in front of the other I mean there were definitely days when I said to my husband I'm just gonna stay in bed today <laughs> you know there and were... you
1: didn't get to <laughs> yeah, right. that would be a luxury at this oh, point <laughs> well there
0: might have been one day where I actually did and he had to deal with it but oh well, good <laughs> <laughs> he can handle it for yeah but um, you know it's hard and sometimes I want to a we like kind of when things are heating up and things aren't going well mm-hmm. um, I, I found it helpful to kind of take a step back go close myself in a room which is mm-hmm. very difficult to do especially with a adoptive kids because they want your attention all the time. Sure. They need your attention because they hadn't had it. And so when you close yourself in, behind a door, you know, mm-hmm. they're all knocking on it. Mom, mom, mom. Right. Mom, mom, Non-stop. mom. Non-stop. <laughs> yeah. But um, I've just learned to sometimes when we really get into a funk and we don't know which way to go is to just go behind the closed door for a little while and say, okay, God, what do we do with this? Mm -hmm. And every time he answers, Mm. because sometimes when you are busy and you've got life going on, you forget to spend that time with God. It's very, very difficult to get time with God. I mean, that's been probably my biggest struggle is just finding the time to sit down with him and to be still, because I find that sometimes I'm so worked up from everything and all the questions and everything Mm. going on is that when I sit down with God, I can't get still, I can't get quiet. And that's a that's hard because how, how do you do it? How do you connect? When when you do do it, how how do you do it? When I do do it, well, I, do, I allow myself that time to mm-hmm. kind of, you know, surf the net or whatever just to calm myself down okay. for a few minutes. So, I do allow myself that time. I do I don't just push right into it because it's hard when your brain isn't there. And sometimes I'll just kind of start praying. If I, you know, pray in the spirit, I'll do that for a little while. Or I'll listen to a song or two and try mm-hmm. to settle myself mm-hmm. down. Before sometimes I'll start with a book instead of the Bible and just kind of calm down. Find something that I can get my brain connected with. And or sometimes I'll just sit still. I'll just put my feet up and pull a blanket up to my chin, and mm-hmm. I'll look out the window and I'll just say, "Well, Jesus, can you meet me here?" I love. That. Sometimes that's all I can do. Because sure. it is so, it can be very overwhelming oh. with three kids. And, and right now, you know, with COVID and having my husband at home, everybody's home. And so constant. I, right. So I never get any quiet time. And that's hard because I need quiet time. Mm-hmm. So, but, and that was one of my worries is how am I going to survive? How am I going to function sure. when I bring kids into my house? I'm used to being home alone most of the time. I'm used to that quiet time, being mm-hmm. able to just sit down with God and have that quiet time. What am I going to do when I don't have that time? And that's what's been interesting about Covid is that God has really everyone was home, and he has shown me that it's gonna work, and that he's gonna meet me there. He meets me when I'm cooking dinner, he meets me when I'm melting down a little bit you know in the middle of in the middle day. of it he meets me there, so you know yes, it's good to have that time where you can sit behind a closed door and be by yourself, but it doesn't happen very often when you're a mom and when you've got three kids and it a husband and, and and you're working and whatever else soccer and you know, it doesn't happen. So does he meet you in the minivan? He, he yeah. Well, we don't have a minivan. <laughs> we squeeze into a little tiny car. But yeah, yeah. But he does. He meets you there, and um, he just he just finds little ways to meet you, um, and to tell you you're there. And and I just have to believe. That he's still going to be there at the end of this, you know what I mean? Like, so during these years where I don't have the time to devote as much as I would like to him, because you know I used to be at church all the time, doing everything I could possibly do. And well, this is a season. Yeah, and it is a season, and he knows that, and, and he knows, and we need to give ourselves
1: some grace, right, in the different seasons that we're in, but not exclude God, right? <laughs> Make sure we're still trying right. to meet with him, right?
0: Because I think even if you're just in the middle of something you're saying oh jesus i need you i i'm sorry i i haven't been able to stop i'm sorry that i'm struggling with this but i'm still here mm-hmm. and i want you and just please fill me and he does he he knows that you're in that time he knows that you're struggling and that you're just trying to make ends meet and he knows that mm-hmm. and he's not going to let walk away or say oh i'm done with you because you mm-hmm. won't sit down with me you know, in a perfect world, we would all sit down with him. Sure, spend we all have, time with him. We'd all have a you beach know? vacation with him. yeah that's the perfect world, yeah, but and how have you shared him with these boys? Well, we talk about him all the time. like mm. we reference him when things happen, and you know that's part of the reason why we put him in public school, to be honest with you, um is we felt like this is the best time for them. They're going to face things in this world, and if we shield them from those things, we won't have the opportunity to show them God's way. So when they come home and say this happened or that happened or this is what the teacher said or whatever, we can say, okay, well, let's look at this from God's perspective. Is this how God would want this handled? Is that you think that's the right way? Let's talk about this. What does the scripture say? So we have, you know. And two of them, you know, came from a Catholic background. So they had some faith, they had some Bible and they just, you know, we've been able to work with that and help them get connected a little bit better with that. But it's just given us that opportunity instead of shielding them from the things that are happening in the world to be able to incorporate it and because, you know, to help them learn and grow because we want them to have the best possible understanding of God when they meet the world.
1: Yes. So do you have these conversations with them one-on-one or is there a routine? Is this at
0: dinner? Is this in the car? When does this happen? Whenever. I mean, if we have one child that's misbehaved and we Mm -hmm. have to discipline them, you know, they get the discipline, then we have a talk afterwards and we say, you know, what do you think God would think about that? What would God say about that? Mm-hmm. You know, and we always try to relate it back. We we've been very careful not to push them to say you have to believe in God mm-hmm. because we want they need to make that choice for themselves. Sure, but we we have let them know that we believe in God. Our household believes in God, and they have to respect God in our house. And then we always kind of reference things to God and say, you know, this Mm -hmm. or Jesus and say, this is why Jesus, you know, our oldest is going to be 15 next week. That's hard to believe. And so we're dealing with some teenage pushback and and stuff like that. But we are, we reference things, you know, well, this is why we're doing this because this is what God says and this is what it looks like if you Mm -hmm. don't follow what God said. So we're kind of just trying to carefully tie it all in together without pummeling them with it. Mm -hmm. It's not everyday conversation but it is it is bit by bit and we at dinner after dinner i've started reading them books covid helped with that just giving us something to do family oriented i'll read them like the narnia books after dinner we'll read yeah we'll read one chapter after dinner every night and then we'll have a little conversation about it i've found you never outgrow those no well i have found some other little christian books Mm -hmm. that we were reading um i can't think of the name of it right now but Mm -hmm. we've read them and we talk about them and that kind of stuff and it just um little ways, you know, we try, we've tried having little Bible studies, but the, I know. like the Nernia book idea. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great just, idea. Just ways you can get it in without like pummeling them with it. Because what, other routines? Wanna...
1: what are the routines? What are other like just practical tips that might help that adopted mom out
0: there? Routines. Well, I don't know. I mean, we did set up a routine, you mm-hmm. know, I think the biggest thing for us and we have gone above and beyond to try to make sure we stick close to home. Okay. Um, because, I think that's important. You know, especially for the, the two that moved around a lot. You know, we had the the middle boy, um, never quite, Oliver, never quite, you know, he moved around school so much. I'm not sure he ever got a full connection with a school or anything. And we even, you know, we tried, we kept him back one year in school just to try to get him that, that solidity for a minute, you know, and try to be consistent. So, you know, just keeping them close to home has just really helped them feel grounded mm-hmm. and feel like they belong here and this is their home, you're not going to move again. I love that. So we've just really tried to keep things as and, – and one of the first things we did was we made a list, which is posted on my wall. People always notice it when they come in the house, but it was a list of rules. Mm-hmm. And so when we have a problem, we go back to the list and we say, well, this is what we're talking about. We haven't changed the rules. I know you think we're changing rules on you, but this is actually right here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and there's so you only actually a posted, the posted the
1: rules. We well, posted the rules. That's like nine one one nanny, right? Remember, right. she would come in and say, "Here are the rules." Yeah,
0: I think that's good. Yeah, and we reference them and we say, "See, we didn't change the rule. The rule's the same. It's right here." Mm-hmm. And so this is why we want you to do this. And so they, we actually went over it the other day because it's been a little while since we posted it, and they've actually gotten ninety percent of them a okay, and we're just digging into three of them. So it's like it worked. Awesome. It did work. Mm-hmm. So. That is so good. You know, there's so many nuts and bolts and yeah, there's so detailed things. Maybe. But you would
1: challenge everyone to adopt if you I can. I would.
0: It's just will change your life. You know, these kids need you, and it, God is there. He will help you in all the details. He, he will with everything, and he'll even give you a little quiet time every now and then. He will. <laughs> he will meet you.
1: He is so good, isn't he? And faithful. He is. I love how God meets kids. I love how you have said yes to him. Yeah, over and over. And we can, too. Yep. So you have been listening to Simply for Women, and I'm Jennifer Jackson. I hope that you have enjoyed this show. You know, we just want to take God off our to-do list and simply be, just to simply be with Him. He has an abundant life for you. And if you want to learn more about this show, I want you to go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. And maybe even share your story. We'd love to have you on the show.